0: Welcome, my lovely listeners. I want to thank you, sincerely, for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I'm passionate about bringing you content that can help you improve your life. And this is why I do this. It's a lot of work. It takes time away from other things I also want to do. But every time I sit down to create an episode, I am happy. Because I know someone out there will find it useful. And some of you have told me you are. And today, I want to ask you for your help in return. My most recent rating on iTunes for this podcast is from 2018. Ratings and reviews help my podcast to appear in searches on iTunes. And the more ratings I have, the higher the likelihood my podcast shows up on iTunes. With your review we can get the quest for you message in front of more people. So I would really appreciate you investing just a few moments of your time to help grow this podcast by leaving just a short review on iTunes. Simply open iTunes on your computer and then look for my podcast. Click on ratings and reviews, which you can find right underneath the title of my podcast, and then click the write a review button to rate and leave a review. Your support means the world to me. I want to start out with a quote today. The less you venture out, the greater your risk of failure. Ironically, the more you risk failure and actually fail, the greater your chances of success. It's by John Maxwell. Our last episode was on the healing power of nature. Every time I go out into nature... I venture out. I don't know exactly what will await me. Can I climb the mountain route that we selected for the day? Will the hike to the base tire me out? Will I remember all my safety procedures? Will I tie all my knots properly? There are many opportunities for me to fail when I climb. Some could potentially put my life at risk. Yet I venture out again and again because I want to get better. I want to get so good at climbing that I can climb multi-day big wall routes. This is a huge goal. I have similarly giant goals in other areas of my life. And every time I take a courageous step towards these goals, the closer I get to them. I call them courageous steps because most of them require courage. I get excited about climbing, but I'm scared each time as well that is usually a side effect of big goals. They look great as an Instagram post. They sound great over dinner with friends. They feel great when we think about them and prepare for them. But they scare the heck out of us when we actually start approaching them with determination and with action. And while I may have made myself look good now with my climbing example, I have many Many other examples where I have not taken a step because I don't want to fail. Or even worse, I nixed the entire goal because I didn't have the confidence that I could accomplish it. It's a problem of not following through. You see, I am big on follow through. In college, I was a waitress for a while and my customers loved me because I was fast I don't like waiting for my drinks, so I made sure my customers never had to wait long for theirs. Later, in my professional career, follow-through was equally important to me. I didn't like it when my boss said he would get back to me and then never did. So, I made sure that when my direct reports needed something, I made it a priority to follow up. But then, the question I have for myself is this. Why don't I follow through with myself each time I made a commitment to do so? The glaring issue is procrastination. Instead of practicing my speech in the car, I listen to music. Instead of working out my apps at the end of my workout, I skip and go home. Instead of addressing the attendance issue with my direct report, I dance around the topic and I keep it general and lighthearted. I avoid the obvious. I don't face what needs to get done. I procrastinate. Why do we only do that which needs to get done, but avoid that which is most important and closest to our heart? Everyone knows about procrastination. We all have areas that we don't hesitate a minute to address, like email and social media. And then we have others we avoid until the last minute. Apparently there is a name for this phenomenon. We all know it too well. Greek philosopher Aristotle referred to it as akrasia, which means weakness of will. Akrasia is a state of acting contrary to what you decided. You do the opposite of what you wanted to do. We can blame akrasia for everything that holds us back from following through on what we set out to do. Great. Now we have a term for it. But we still have the problem. How do we overcome it? How do I get myself to sit down for five minutes each day and meditate? It's not that I forget. Interestingly, the thing I need to do is always on my mind. But I ignore it. Gently, consciously, and deliberately. There may be many explanations for the phenomenon of a But the one I always come back to, and that I know is the one that applies to me most of the time is short-term versus long-term thinking. We like long-term thinking as a concept. We like to make plans and prepare for what is ahead. I talked about this last week in episode 439. We plan events months out because we can. The calendar looks nice and empty. It feels great to fill it up and look forward to those moments that will challenge us and that will bring us closer to our goals. It's on the calendar. Great. It will get done. Even tomorrow looks great. We have no meetings in the afternoon, so let's plan on leaving work early and hit the gym. But the closer we get to those events, the more stressed out we become. Suddenly, our comfortable and routine life competes with these new events. The couch is more comfortable than the treadmill. The bed is warm while the yoga mat is cold. The music in the car sounds better than my own voice. Short-term versus long-term. We like to think long-term, but we act short-term. We act short-term because we go for immediate gratification. We go for comfort, ease, and for what we know. The new thing is not part of our routine yet. It's strange, awkward, uncomfortable, maybe risky. So we avoid it. We stay with what we know Will make us feel good right now. Yoga in the morning? Eh, not comfortable. Starting today or tomorrow won't make a difference. We won't be able to see the results anyway for a while. Long term thinking. Staying in bed instead? Immediate comfort. We value long term benefits when they are in the future, but we tend to go for immediate gratification when it comes to the present moment. Immediate rewards usually always win over future rewards. It's understandable. The future is unknown. We have nice ideas and visions about what could be. But when it comes time to act, to decide between bed or yoga mat, between music and rehearsing, between confrontation or lighthearted banter, we usually go with what is easier, more gratifying and requires less willpower. Weakness of will. We talked about willpower in the past, and I shared with you that willpower is overrated. Sure, you need it in the moment that your alarm goes off and your brain tells you, ah, stay in bed. There is a tiny moment of decision-making where you forego immediate gratification and recall your long-term objective. It's a tiny moment. And that moment can be bridged with strategies that will make it easier for you. Strategies that lessen the friction and the stress that's involved in beginning something new. But willpower is often used as an excuse why we cannot accomplish something, when in reality, we just need better strategies. And I will cover a few of those in my next episode. Until then, I would like for you to think about the areas of your life where acrasia is at work, where you procrastinate and demonstrate weakness of will, We all have them, so don't feel bad. But begin to notice them, because every change starts with an awareness of the issue. And even if you're unable to do anything about it for a while, like I am every morning when I don't meditate, eventually you will find the right strategy to bridge the gap to get you there. It has worked for me in many areas that used to sit on my back burner, in my agenda on a sticky note somewhere on my desk, and that now have been tackled. It just takes a good strategy. So make sure you tune into the next episode to get a few tips on overcoming acrasia. Until then, much love.